It's Monday. It's Monkey Island. And it's Macabre. Welcome to <laughs> Monkey Island Macabre. <laughs> the show where we say double homicide. <laughs> That's such a Ravenclaw thing to say. People wonder how we fit like over a hundred episodes on just the sing <laughs> the the game franchise Monkey Island. Um, okay, yeah, it's on just it's it's not a lot of data. Surprisingly, you'd think these would be a little too much for such an outdated uh, game, but we we've managed. We're to the do masters it. of dragging shit out way too long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom forever. <laughs> I have not left the bathroom since episode one. <laughs> He's got quite Muff the setup man. in there. <laughs> boy, oh boy, are my legs white. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where Scones and I, I being Darcy, discuss various spooky, scary happenings, and you guys just sit back and enjoy the show. Enjoy the ride. Slow ride. Take it easy. And we sing that uh, every five minutes of the show. I hope you're ready. I got my timer on. I hope you're ready. Also, I want to shout out uh, the Julie Patreonis because uh, Dakota Riggs had a great idea, which is that we should watch Sharknado and then do a review of it uh, for Shark Week. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, Dakota, you're a, you're a, you're a bright individual. Fucking deal, that's Dakota. A, that's a great idea. <laughs> Fucking deal. You, I double dog dare us. I don't care. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll fuck triple, triple. Shit. I'll watch a movie from 2010. Fuck. I don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> I'm a rebel. I don't care about anything. Hey guys, let's let's cool let's cool off. Yeah. Hey, take it easy. Hey, take it easy. You guys have been you guys have been working all Monday morning for this. Yeah. <laughs> you earned you know, this. The boss is like, you know how we do pay around here. You work a few hours and then you get like thir- uh, roughly 30 minutes of two dum-dums talking. And you're like, that is why I'm not on unemployment right now, baby. Sounds like a sick company. Yeah, sickcompany.com backslash Elon Musk. Invest in me, am I right? Dude, didn't like Richard Branson like, like yeah, he fight just an alien the moon this or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we got that right. Pretty sure he charted an alien bus to the moon. Dude, so, hey, listeners. Hey, listener. Okay, we got to get serious. So, Darce texted me this weekend. He was like, Uh-oh. hey, uh, Saturday we had a, a good amount of downloads, a little spike. Oh, yeah, something something happened. Uh, I don't know, I don't know who, who I don't know who the fuck did it. <laughs> we'll find him. <laughs> we're fu- we're going to fucking find you. Yeah, something happened. We got, a, we got a big old spike in downloads for just a random day of the week. So, I was like scouring the net, uh, as us cyber sleuths say, in 2001. And I could not find uh, what had caused such a spike. Could it be a, a, a bug in the system? Ooh. Might, maybe. Maybe it's a glitch. But if anyone was like, hey, a bunch of friends, listen to this. And they were all like, we'll all do that for you. Uh, we appreciate it. I hope it was so. just like a sick, like, we ended up getting put on by accident, like a silent disco. Yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone out there is like, what? Yeah, they're all jamming, like rave rave music's playing, EDM, and then all of a sudden it's just us being like, and then the shark bit his toes up. <laughs> his toes are gone. Everyone's like, this is a sick sample. I love this shit. Coachella's fucking crazy this year. But yeah. So so naturally, we had the spike, immediately went to my head, and so oh, yes. I'm working on pitches <laughs> for Netflix shows. Yeah, Scones bought a Rolls Royce. Uh, he really went into debt hard. 
And so we need you guys to keep that spike going because boy, oh boy. The loan was generous and the interest rates were high. (laughs) High and generous. The Scones and Darcy podcast. Okay. So, Darcy, I got my pitches for a Netflix show. If any listeners have like an uncle that's like an executive at like Netflix or something, like, okay. My dad owns Microsoft, so don't bully me on Xbox Live. Your dad is Steve Ballmer, owner of the Clippers (laughs) and Microsoft? No, my dad's the shoe bomber. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anyway. So, okay, our first one. Uh, the first one is cryptids in cars getting coffee. <laughs> so we drive uh, around cryptids. They have to sit in the yeah. back seat. Mothman's like, don't take me over any goddamn bridges. Yeah, Mothman's like, yeah. So in the 80s, everyone was doing blow. <laughs> <laughs> me liking that. Okay. Um, cryptids in cars getting coffee is a 10 out of 10 idea. Yes. Okay, okay. I got, I got two more ideas. So. Wait, even if it's... Oh, wait, hold on. I still need to dig into this more because even if it's not a Netflix show, as like a YouTube series <laughs> where we just like get re... I don't know where we'd find a Mothman costume, but somebody cosplays as Moth... Oh, this is great. It is great. Like you got... <laughs> but but the, I don't know if we Landing can... Bigfoot might be tough. His <laughs> uh, Even getting in the door with his agents is probably hard. That guy's big. I might call an audible and just make it on generic public transit so it's just like a giant ass fucking mothman <laughs> sitting on a bus. <laughs> just looking at like some like small child next to him and be like, we used to do a lot of blow in the 80s. That, that. Listen, every, back then everyone was making jokes like that. It wasn't just me. <laughs> just, yeah, just because I could see Seinfeld coming after us because he seems ruthless. He does, but you know, that's how you get to the top, baby. Hey, It's sure lonely is, up there. But he loves the view. Next, next, next two Netflix shows. Okay, the other one is Fear Eye, where we take people <laughs> who aren't spooky and we make them over to be way spookier. To be really fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> people who are like, yeah, just life fell by the wayside. I got busy. I had kids. I had to take care of my business. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I never got like, to be spooky. And we're like, all right, listen. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Spirit Halloween just opened up again, baby. <laughs> It could be a sponsorship yeah, like, deal. I smell sponsorships. <laughs> it's perfect. It's it's just flushed with cash already. Yeah, this is this is a big brain idea, Scones. This is maybe these are two of the best ideas you ever had. Yeah, and Netflix better be listening. All of our listeners, if you're not <laughs> tweeting at Netflix or don't know anyone at, at Netflix, Netflix casting, we need to get our foot in the door. Yeah, it'll we'll be like that meme of that like 14-year-old girl who's like, I want a Netflix show. Twitter, do your thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna exa- be exactly. <laughs> okay, the third, <laughs> the third, third idea one. is yep. Too Haunted to Handle. So oh. we got a bunch Ooh. of, it's like the show Too Hot to Handle where you get a bunch yeah, of attractive yeah, yeah. people and they can't have sex. But instead, they're on an island and it's haunt. It's like Skull Island, and it's really scary and haunted, and they're really attractive, and they can't have sex. <laughs> oh, it's still the same attractive can't have sex. I thought it was gonna be like, and they can't kill people because they're spooky ghost spirits. Oh, we could but- do that. I like a twist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the twist already. I thought you wait, wait. You already came up with the twist. What do you mean? The twist is that it's haunted. You get a bunch of. Sc- <laughs> no, I like yours. You get a bunch of murder psychopaths on the island. And you're like, and can't murder. but one rule, you can't murder. And they're all like, oh, what? They're like, what? <laughs> but we got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Go- uh, Leatherface is his name. <laughs> we got Leatherface over there. He's got a sick six pack, and I've been staring at him all week. <laughs> I like to think that you didn't think The Haunted was a twist, and you just have never seen the show, but you're like, I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Oh, I for sure have never seen the show. But <laughs> <laughs> Scones is a huge fan of 
Never, never mind. I see like you, the ad that pops up when I first open my Netflix, and I'm like, "All right, good, got it." And you're like, <laughs> I know "This is all I about. need. I know what American <laughs> youths like." I walk away from this totally knowing what that's about. Yeah. And so, if you know anyone on Netflix, anyone out there, yeah, guys, dude, honestly, hey, we'll take we'll take a Hulu. We'll Ooh, take YouTube Red. We'll, <laughs> we'll take a uh, a Peacock. Even I mean, that's kind of low hanging fruit, but we'll do Peacock. Apple TV Plus, stay the fuck away. We are not that low. <laughs> yeah, Paramount Plus can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. We should probably get on to our normal programming. Yeah, Scott, Scott, <laughs> so since I did the last two episodes, because it was a two-parter, Scones is going to be Ooh. presenting today. Yeah, I do two-parters. It's whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, that. what a flex. <laughs> yeah, I'm the kid who raises their hand and reminds the teacher about homework. Uh, <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scones is going to be presenting us uh today presenting us today present us scones yeah we got a listener suggestion i believe uh, uh they're also a patreon listener Ooh, we got a little suggestion from Kristen on instagram at km doodles about a certain real scary lady i hope we haven't talked about her before the oh tale man of bell gunness bell what bell gunness Bell Gunnis. The mistress of murder farms. Wait, the mistress of murder farms? I like you that a lot. We have not <laughs> That's talked a Netflix about, show. We've not talked about Bill Guinness or whatever, but I'm excited. Alrighty, band. You know what to do. Bell Gunness. Thanks, band. Uh, okay, yes. So basically, I got a it's directed to a, a little article on sci-fi.com on the sci-fi wire. So you know the sci-fi channel. Oh, speaking of Sharknado. Oh, true. We got an article from this is the sci-fi week. We're actually sponsored. No. No, I yeah, wish we're, sp- we're sponsored by comedians and cars queer eyeing the island. Yeah, you didn't add any of the spooky stuff, but I'm here for it. <laughs> no, no, that's because the normal stuff is sponsoring us doing the offshoots, the the rebranding. This is an article by Christy Pushko, I believe. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. I might have butchered your last name. I like to think there's not an author, and you're just like, I think it's Christy Pushko. <laughs> I'm on namegenerator.com. <laughs> it's Childish Gambino? <laughs> <laughs> Making your way as an immigrant in late 19th century America was rough. Takes everything you got. Exactly. Even more... <laughs> you get another Cheers reference for all the people out there who know <laughs> Cheers. Even more so when you're a woman on your own. However, one such enterprising woman carved her way to fortune and infamy by employing fire, insurance fraud, and plenty of poison. By employing fire insurance fraud. <laughs> Absolute flames Absolute fraud. flames insurance She fraud. had the dopest fucking Jordan 1s. <laughs> and her jeans were ripped to shit, baby. All right, this is the heinous tale of Belle Gunness, the mistress of Murder Farms. I love that. I mean, it's a great title thus far. I'm in. Did like some people, some horrible people in history got the sickest nicknames? Yeah, and it's a shame. Yeah. It is a shame because then you got like really cool people just being called like I don't know, uh, Mother Teresa. Yeah, Mother is a sick nickname, bro. Not <laughs> okay. <laughs> why don't you go to your PR team and try again? She should be like the dope mother. Yeah, see, that's an example of a really good nickname. (laughs) Her story of mayhem and murder 
begins in a candy shop, as they all do. In 1886, Chicago, she was a young wife who ran the shop with her first husband, Mads Sorensen. I loved him in Hannibal. Yeah, he was in a, I'm pretty sure he won an Oscar for some Dutch film that immediately got turned. <laughs> yeah, about like drinking and like leaving your wife or something. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Born Brynhild Paulsdatter Storset in Selbu, Norway Whoa. on November 11th, 1859, she rechristened herself as Belle when she immigrated to the U.S. at age 21. Marriage Smart and boy. hard work were meant to pave the way to fortune and happiness, but the couple's shop was failing. Bad luck seemed to turn good fortune when the shop burnt down and the Sorensons received an insurance payout sizable enough to buy a home. However, after this, tragedy would follow. The Sorensons had two children that died in their care. The diagnosis for both was acute colitis, a cause covered by the family's life insurance. At the time, no suspicion was raised, but as Bell developed Uh-oh. a reputation, experts would point out that colitis had the same symptoms as poisoning, nausea, fever, diarrhea, and lower abdominal pain and cramping. Pepto-Bismol. In 1900, Mr. Sorensen would follow the children. Notably, he died on the one day where his two life insurance policies overlapped. That's wild. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Wait, what are the chances of that? I don't know, but it would definitely give his wife the maximum payout. This isn't sketchy. I love it. No. yeah, I love just pure, honest coincidence. <laughs> you know? It's a nice change of pace from our usual stories. Yeah. This is just yeah, horrible luck. We had one episode on horrible <laughs> luck, and this is the second one. However, the dead man's relatives accused the widow, Belle Sorensen, of poisoning her husband for the insurance money. With suspicious, well, with the suspicions hanging over her, Belle left Illinois behind, using the life insurance money to buy a farm on the outskirts of LaPorte, Indiana. It was in LaPorte that she became Belle Guinness, or Gunness, marrying another Norwegian-born immigrant, Peter Gunness. This match did not last long. The couple was wed April 1st, 1902. Within a week, Peter's infant from a previous marriage would mysteriously die while in Belle's care. By December, Belle was a two-time widow. She claimed Peter had met with a fatal accident, <laughs> slipping in Yikes. such a way that a heavy meat grinder fell from a shelf, <laughs> crushing his skull. <laughs> wow. that I mean, it sucks that that happens. I'm The bad luck, as we've mentioned, it just Oomst. continues. Whomst among us does not know? We should start a nonprofit yeah. to help. <laughs> Called Cleavers to the Head in, yeah. <laughs> in International. Listen, has you or a loved one had a meat grinder fall off a shelf and hit you in the head? Let's take down Big Meat Grinder and Big Gravity while oh, we're at it. Yes, Yo, Big Gravity is <laughs> way too strong right now. Big Gravity is a sick name for a hip hop album. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So what? I could have mm. thought of it too. <laughs> yeah, let's workshop your yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Big gravity. All right. Listeners, write in which which affirmation you <laughs> like better of Darcy's. Yeah. Affirmative. Yes. Definitely. Oh, of course. <laughs> they, all, they all have to sound kind of valley girl, though. Yeah. That's my one rule. <laughs> That's so something will be in the contract. <laughs> You're signing that NDA. Suspicions were not, <laughs> uh, were raised not only by the coroner, the coroner, sorry, but also by the gossip of the local school children. Oh. See, this has got like, that has like Salem vibes for all the I was going to say, yeah, like, you got some. <laughs> make up a nursery rhyme about them being a witch. I, I was just about to say, once the nursery rhyme's involved, it's, it's game over. And then local law enforcement's like, well, that settles it. <laughs> <laughs> See, like it rhymed, it has to be true. It's got to be. 
See, one of Bell's adopted children, 14-year-old Jenny Olson, was said to have told a classmate, my mama killed my papa, she hit him with a meat cleaver, and he died. Don't tell a soul. (laughs) Dude, that's a sick rhyme. (laughs) That is a sick rhyme. I like to think that they are at like a sleepover, and someone's like, who do you like? And they're like, I don't want to say it. And they're like, no, really, who do you like? And to to, like deflect from who she likes. (laughs) My mama killed my papa. (laughs) (laughs) With a meat grinder. Don't tell us I don't like Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny was brought before the coroner where she denied this story. Then Bell made her case to the man and somehow convinced him of her innocence. This was bad news for Jenny. While Bell huh? told neighbors the girl had gone off to a finishing school for young ladies in LA, LA, the grim truth would be uncovered yeah. years later on the farm's grounds. Uh-oh. So basically, uh, the coroner was like, hey, Jenny, when you told that person that your mom killed someone, was it true? And she was like, no. And then all of a sudden, she disappeared. <laughs> single once Classic. again, Belle used her farm. Single. This is like another great line that kind of sounds like a rap. Single all once right. again, Belle used her farms, her charms, and her remaining children. That is that is rap. That's hip-hop right there. Listen, if anyone knows hip-hop music, <laughs> it's us. Listen, if anyone knows anybody from Ruthless Records... <laughs> We have some great Netflix shows for them. <laughs> we got some really good ideas about public transportation. Uh, so she'd use her farmer charm and her remaining children as lures to entice wealthy men to her home. Because what do wealthy men love more than farms, charms, farms and children? Farms and charm. <laughs> the FCC, baby. That's what it stands for. <laughs> Man, <laughs> farms, charms, and children. Farms, charms, and children really care about TV profanity. Yeah, they re- <laughs> no boobies. She... <laughs> She put out her personal ads in newspapers across the Midwest. Oh, so she was advertising. Yeah, she 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 understood. She has confidence. I like brand it. value. Uh, the the <laughs> the personal ads would read: "Personal, comely wife who owns a large farm in one of the finest districts of Laporte County, Indiana, desires to make the acquaintance of a gentleman equally well provided with a view of joining fortunes." Whoa. No replies by letter considered unless sender is willing to follow answer with personal visit. Triflers need not apply. Do you so, think that... Um, it worked? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Let's find out. <laughs> well, as long as triflers weren't showing up. True. For many men, it seemed an offer too good to be true. <laughs> Indeed it was. I love how this was the height of what men needed back yeah, in like, this time. What? A lady with a farm looking to join <laughs> fortunes. Suitors began to turn up for scheduled visits to the farm. Some, like John Moe of Minnesota, brought lumps of cash to prove their worth to the widow. Strangely, Moe went missing after his visit, (laughs) never to be heard from again. Yikes. More suitors followed. More went missing. Double yikes. Meanwhile, Bell was spending... Yeah, ooh. Listen, have your yikes ready. Have them out of your pockets. Yeah, yeah, you guys... uh, Yikes on the tables because (laughs) we're going to be slapping them. Meanwhile, Belle was spending her money on large wooden trunks, which one delivery man said she was able to heft on her shoulder as if they were boxes of marshmallows. So she a strong lady. Yeah. Neighbors began to notice Belle digging in her hog pen at night. Still, the men came, signed over their deeds, (laughs) and handed over their bank accounts, checks, and cash, then vanished into thin air. Honestly, this is just girl boss shit. This is just girl boss. It's just like making, <laughs> taking advantage of wealthy simps. <laughs> Dude, she's got some serious game if like 
Yeah, right. Dudes are coming over visiting once and they're like, you know what? Here's all of my bank info. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just incredibly sad individuals. Yes. Who are like, hello, queen. I guess, yeah, this is, they're the old time equivalent of Twitch subscribers who just. Yeah, it is. It is. Are like, here's $600. And then the person gets a boyfriend and they're like, what? Yeah, this is Bell, Bell Gus or whatever last name. What is it? Gunnis. Yeah, this is Bell Gunnis Only Farms, dude. <laughs> dude, the Netflix shows <laughs> are writing themselves here. They're all, they're all writing themselves. This episode is going to garner us bajillion dollars. At least. And I'm going to give it all to a woman on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to save up Cascones' metal lady yeah. through the paper. <laughs> she thought he, she was quirky for not using the internet. Listen, I've met her once, but I really think she's different. <laughs> hashtag not like the other girls <laughs> I, I brought a really heavy box and she lifted it no problem so yeah, like she's the easy. one she made it look like a box of marshmallows and boy howdy do a, is there one thing I'm looking for <laughs> how was Belle able to woo these men to travel so far and bestow upon her such grand gifts a clue was left behind in a letter uncovered on her farm to the unknowingly late Andrew Halgeline Helgeline she wrote to the dearest friend in the world no woman in the world is happier than I am I know that you are now to come to me and be my own. Whoa. I can tell from your letters that you are the man I want. It does not take long to tell when to like a person. And you I like better than anyone in the world, I know. Think how we will enjoy each other's company. You, the sweetest man in the whole world. We will be all alone with each other. Can you conceive of anything nicer? I think of you constantly. When I hear your name mentioned, and this is, the, this is when one of the dear children speaks of you, or I hear myself humming it with the words of an old love song. It is beautiful music to my ears. My heart beats in wild rapture for you, my Andrew. I love you. Come prepared to stay forever. Whoa, that's a line right there. Right, and come prepared to stay forever would turn out to be a cruel joke. As the only suitor oh. known to survive, a visit with Belle would soon discover. <clears throat> Yes. So basically, she knows the words. She knows she she knows how to pen a, a letter. Oh, for sure. She's sitting there like the little dots on the text message are going because she's writing. A <laughs> yeah, she's not leaving nobody on red. George Anderson came from Missouri to meet Belle over a lovely get to know you dinner. She confessed her troubles in making her mortgage payments. Perhaps aiming to impress, Anderson said he'd pay off her mortgage if they decided to wed. That did not impress Belle much. Hours later, Anderson awoke to a fright. Belle stood above him where he slept, her face lit by a sputtering candle. That's so scary. She was transformed, uh. no longer warm and welcoming. Her features were twisted into a countenance of hatred and disgust. When she saw that he was awake, she ran from the room. Then he fled from the... F so she was just like a spooky ghost looking at him. And then <laughs> yeah, he's I was going like, to say, she's on haunted, haunted Ghost Island or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, ah! And she was like, ah! And she ran away. <laughs> nice. Then he fled from the farm, a decision that saved his skin and his fortune. I like you that. Eventually, one too many men went missing. Their families wanted answers from Belle, and her sweet words would not dissuade them. Then came the fire. I like the idea that she tried to dissuade them. Yeah. She was like, hey, where's... She was like, it does not take long to know that you're the best and you should come staying forever. And then they don't. And then the family's like, hey, where's our son? And she's like, you guys are the best parents. Come over. Wanting to stay forever. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, that doesn't... That doesn't work. Like, no, you, this doesn't work. Just You can't just keep doing the same thing. On April 28th, 1908, 
A fire consumed the farmhouse where Bell lived with three children. Once the smoke cleared, the local authorities found the corpses of the children and the body of a woman. Uh But, in a bizarre twist, her head was missing. Nonetheless, it was presumed that these remains of Bell Gunnis, whose life of crime is believed to have begun with a fire for insurance fraud and ended with her whole world burning down around her. However, there was much more horror found on the farm. (gasps) Well, thanks for listening, guys. Band, play us out. Hey, uh, great episode. Uh, I love what you did there when you said the cocaine thing. I really like that. I think we should do more about cocaine in the next couple episodes. I know I bring this up every episode, but cocaine is really cool. You've edited out every single cocaine request so far. I wonder if this one's going to make it to the final cut. You ever see Scarface? I want that. I love that movie. I want to be like Scarface. I, I bet be I can. Mr. Scarface. I bet it's really cool and has no downside. No downsides, only upsides. A dozen men were called in to dig up the land, which was a suspected burial ground. Thousands gathered to watch what would be unearthed. There they found what really happened to Jenny Olson, as well as the bodies of two identified children, a slew of suitors, and much more. Ugh. It's estimated Gunnis killed somewhere between 13 and 42 people. Holy shit, that is such a wide range. Yeah, forensics was not great. <laughs> Yeah, who, who's like, okay, we got a bunch of bodies in this hole. Just from I, it looks like uh, maybe 13, could be 42. <laughs> the horse found under her hog pen earned her nicknames like the Lady Bluebeard and Laporte, the Laporte Ghoul. However, Ooh. even as the bones were uncovered, there was a worry that this was not the end of Belle Gunnis. Uh-oh. She was gone, but her handyman, Ray Lampier, remained. He is believed to have been her accomplice in disposing of the slain, but the two had yes. a rocky relationship. He had she hoped was to, like, come to my farm, I love you. So pretty much he was simping too. He had hoped to woo Bill and become her partner. He was, in- he, he was the best friend who's like, poke, poke. <laughs> like, hey, Bell. It's like, belly welly. It's so dumb. Like, I bury all these yeah. bodies for her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she just like doesn't like, oh, I'm wasting my, I'm tired of wasting my time on someone who doesn't <laughs> care. It's like, why do good guys always finish last? <laughs> I'm a true gentleman, burying everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had hoped to woo Belle and become her partner in life and on the farm. As such, he was jealous of their suitors who swanned in like they owned the place. Months before the blaze, Belle fired him and tried to have him committed, insisting he was crazy and a threat to her and her family. Man, he's crazy. I mean, he sounds like he was crazy either way. Yeah, I was going to say, if he's, a, if he's an accomplice in a bunch of murders, he's not, he's not the most level-headed dude. And she's, like, luring in guys to kill them. And he's like, I'm really jealous of these guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Some guys, some jocks just got it all made. <laughs> when the farm burned down, he was bright, uh, brought in as a suspect and would ultimately be convicted of arson. Behind prison bars, he did not confess to the murder of Belle and her children. Instead, he claimed she was a serial killer and still alive. <gasps> According to Lampier, Belle had murdered her suitors by pouring poison in their dinner coffee. While her victim was in a stupor, she'd split his skull like she had Peter's. Then, this robust murderess would haul her victims to the basement to butcher the body. Lampier claimed some parts were fed to the hogs, while others were buried. Dude, you should have to do a background check if you buy pigs. Yeah, I was going to say, this is way too common of a thing where... uh, Hogs are, are a co- a hog complexes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hogs know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they- Listen, pigs are news. <laughs> Hashtag, get it trending. <laughs> Twitter, do your thing. 
<laughs> We're asking a lot of Twitter this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do your thing, Twitter. Uh, then, when the heat was on her, Belle packed up the stolen money from a long line of lonely hearts, smothered her children to death, then fled for good, leaving behind a Jesus. corpse that would look just enough like her to fool the authorities. Again, forensics weren't great, so they saw a headless woman, and they're like, that's her. <laughs> they're like, must must be her. Or like, should we check? Does she have any, like, birthmarks? And they're like, stop asking questions. That's her. They're like, Shut it's up. a woman. She was a woman, idiot. Do the math. <laughs> one plus one, dum-dum. He alleged that the headless cadaver belonged to a woman from Chicago who'd been promised the job as Bell's housekeeper. Yikes. Lampier's story spread through newspapers nationwide. For years after, people would claim to have spotted Bell in Chicago, San Francisco, New York, Los Angeles. It's like, where in the world is Bell San Diego? Pretty much, yeah. So get on it, gumshoes. Um, It was as if the American public could not let go of this serial killer who either met a hellish end on her own killing ground or escaped into anonymity. Anonymity. Why can't I read today to quietly swindle and kill again? Today, her story lives on as a tale of a boogie woman. I've never never thought as boogeyman as gendered. Yeah, you're right. Boogie woman. Boogie woman. Who valued... That sounds like it's probably like a jazz album somewhere. Boogie I was going to say, it sounds like a 70s disco song. Yeah. <laughs> Who valued no man nor child as much as she valued that sweet, sweet cash. That sweet, sweet green. And that's where we're coming from, Netflix. So thank you for listening to our pitch meeting. Do we have any investors? We'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. You guys got to talk. All right. This is called Power Moves in the Office. This is the, yeah, the art of the deal. <laughs> I read the introduction. Uh, yeah, so that's the story. <laughs> that's the story of the mistress of Murder Farms. Thanks again to the listener's suggestion at Cam Doodles on Insta. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you for being a patron. If you guys want to get a bunch of exclusive, exclusive content, hit up the Patreon page for six dollars and sixty-six cents. Clever alert. <laughs> uh, well, let you, <laughs> you can listen to a bunch of extra episodes of us talking, just like this one about various things so and it helps us out so we appreciate that uh so thanks for all the patreon listeners thanks to all the listeners in general you guys know where to find us if you want to throw another huge spike in our downloads numbers go to your friends and send them to our twitter at mmmacabpod or our instagram at mondaymorningmacabre or tell them to go to mondaymorningmacabre.com for all of their merch patreon and episode needs yeah if you're at a party this saturday just snag that ox and just go wild (laughs) (laughs) Go hog wild in that Bluetooth, baby. Just throw up, be like, you guys ever heard of the, the warm instant thing? I know thing? we're all dancing and listening to music, but uh, listen to this jam. This party's bumping, but do you guys, have you guys heard of H.H. Holmes? Some grisly <laughs> shit. Hold on one second. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thank you guys for all of your continued support for the show. We appreciate it. 2018 is going to be our year. And I hope you guys have <laughs> people a are good people are looking at this download right now. Like, wait, what is this? <laughs> is this not the most? They're like, am I in? Is this a wrinkle in time? <laughs> Did I? Is my application not playing the correct episode? I don't know. Is there 500 episodes of the show and only 100 have made it to Spotify? <laughs> um. So thank you guys for listening. And above all, have a good above Monday. Above all, nothing below. Have a good Monday. Bye. But